If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. All right, by-election coming up for Hamilton Center, the seat vacated by Andrea Horvath, which she ran for mayor. That's coming up March 16th. Um, we've been trying to get on all of the candidates, and if you get one on, you have to give everybody equal time. Uh, we've had on the Greens, we've had on the Liberals, uh, the NDP, and uh, Sarah Jama was booked last week and scheduled to be on yesterday. However, uh, within the last uh, half hour of her appearance uh, yesterday, uh, they canceled and gave us no explanation. We haven't heard from them since, and they're gone, and the PCs have never jumped on board anyway. So we got two of the four uh, on anyway, doing the best we can to at least uh, try to provide some uh, information. Obviously, uh, in the last few days, uh, lots of controversy and uh, attention around the NDP candidate, uh, whether it's in regards to Israel or uh, defunding the police and such. So it's going to be fascinating because this is traditionally a stronghold for the NDP. Is it her seat to lose? Let's bring in Henry Jasek, professor of political science, McMaster University, and is with us now. Henry, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. I'm doing well, Scott. So your thought on this, Henry, uh, we've got a, a stronghold traditional NDP seat here that was uh, Andrea's before her running for mayor, and we've got a very polarizing candidate here. Is this her election to lose? Oh, oh for sure. I mean, this, this, is generally would, this seat would be seen generally as uh, going into the by-election as one of the safest, if not the safest seat for the Ontario New Democrats. So... Yeah, if they lose, it, this is going to be a big blow to the uh, NDP. And I think it will, you know, basically point out that uh, the problems they're having in terms of uh, candidate selection, I think it's pretty clear she's not a, a strong candidate. Um, why would this be, how did we get here? How did they get here? Because, again, this is a stronghold. You want a strong candidate uh, mm-hmm. in there to continue this legacy. How could this have happened? How does this, uh, because I, I believe she went uncontested. Yeah, I I don't quite I I really don't know the uh, quite what the decision making was. Although I must say, you know, before she got into the controversy and tried to solve what is probably the most difficult problem in the world, that is Israeli and Palestinian relations, she yeah. <laughs> which she shouldn't have talked about. Uh is, is she you know, she's disabled and she's very articulate and yeah. making the argument that we need to uh, do things that make life easier for disabled people. And I just think that would have got, a, you know, a lot of people would have said, yeah, I, we agree with that. And, she's, and she'd be very articulate on that. But wandering into international relations and Middle East uh, politics, uh, you know, that just turns people off especially when somebody's running for the Ontario legislature, which has nothing to do with the peace, uh, peace work down in uh, the Middle East. And, you know, th- that that's my main point here, Henry, is that many people think that politicians are just totally disengaged with mm-hmm. what the top few issues of the day and what the average Canadian family has to suffer f- uh, through during, you know, post-pandemic era and stuff. And, and many are thinking they just have no idea. And when you're talking about issues s- such as these, which, you know, are are important issues, but f- way farther down mm-hmm. uh, the list than, than affordability or health care or such, uh, Again, I mean, it, it seems a lot of candidates get distracted this way. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you, you have to, I mean, if a party is, is basically trying to put out good candidates, basically you have to send them what we call, what they call oftentimes candidate school. And they just sort of say, well, these are our policies, and these are the policies that 
uh, the voters want to hear about, and so we're going to give you some training to make sure you're you're giving the party position in a way that's attractive to the people in in that particular riding. And we look at Hamilton Center. We know what the big you know what the issues are. Homelessness is really a big thing. You know, we want to get the people off the streets. They need to be in housing. Uh, if you do that, uh, get them off the streets and put them in some type of housing, their health will probably improve, and probably their mental health will also improve, Which and, and those are both two very big issues. So, you know, and, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, uh, can, the NDP candidate knows about those issues and why she wandered away from those, those issues which are very important inside her writing, I, I just don't know. Are you surprised the party let her do this? Because even, you know, with, the, with what happened yesterday, they canceled on us in the last minute. It was a pretty shoddy note, no real explanation and such. Uh, it just didn't seem to be very organized. And, you know, I interviewed Merritt Stiles, the new leader, uh, and she seemed like just a firecracker. And, and you know, uh, she's going to, she's gonna, I think, be a good, strong leader for them. It just seems surprising that after that we end up with this. Yeah, and, you know, and I don't mean that personally on the candidate, but just someone who is so controversial and such a lightning rod. That's right, and and especially uh, you know offending, get, jumping on an issue that's going to offend, and using language about that issue that's going to offend a lot of people. Uh, but the NDP has had a real problem, uh, not only in this case, but the previous two elections where they have not had good candidate candidate selection. You know, the the last, I mean, the people doing the candidate selection. For the NDP, you know, over the last two elections and now this one, you know, they they have not done a good job. I mean, it's you know, I've studied studied these organizations going back in Hamilton, going back to the 1960s, and I have a pretty good idea of, of what the parties think are a good candidate. And oftentimes the NDP is not. I mean, uh, you know, they've been making mistakes. They made a terrible mistake and they lost Stony Creek because they got rid of a very popular. MPP, and if they wanted to get really get rid of them for personal reasons, they should have done it way before the election, and they do it right before the election. I mean, there's big mistakes, and there's other writings. Brampton, they made mistakes uh, where they didn't support one of their, you know, a really very good uh, MPP they had, and they threw them. They threw him to the wolves and he got beaten. I mean, that should never have happened. And there's other writings the same way. It's just that uh, that's a problem. Now, in, in this in this particular by-election, we have actually, uh, you know, uh, probably the best candidate, local candidate, is the, is the um, liberal candidate. She's very articulate. She's well-known for writing very interesting columns in the, in the mm-hmm. Hamilton Spectator. And, and, and really, in some ways, uh, you know, very interesting because she tackles controversial issues without getting people upset. Uh, yeah, she's yep. very skilled that way. Her big problem is the, the Ontario Liberal Party is in a real mess. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it just can't get the MPPs elected. They, they're not an official party now. They weren't in an official party after the previous election. They're, they're really in a, deep in a well, and I don't know how they're going to get out of it. And they're going to pull down their candidate. The conservative candidate seems like a nice fellow, a police officer, very good. But, of course, uh, he doesn't show up uh, to talk to anybody, at least uh, on the media or where the media is going to be present or any group is going to be present. As far as I can tell, you know, what he says is he, he's, uh, he's out, you know, uh, visiting people on the doorstep where, you know, most of the people are not going to have, have any uh, difficult questions for him.
All right, the by-election coming up March 16th, and uh, who knows? Henry Jasek with us, Professor of Political Science at McMaster University. Henry, as always, thanks for the time. Be well. Okay, same to you, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.